When you feel your voice is not being heard, please consider calling the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. The show wants to be the vehicle you can use to express your opinion or get your issue out to a larger audience. We're living in a time that we can no longer allow others to speak on our behalf. If you wish to be a guest on the show and discuss on the show what's important to you, call James T. Deshaies at 407-394-9819. Your issue or focus can be placed on the calendar. The show is live seven days a week. We can no longer reside in the shadow of life. It's imperative that we're on top of the issues that impact our lives now and in the future. USI never had it so good. 101.1 Radio, the best R&B and hip-hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshaies is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshaies. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James C. Deshay, host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. Please call in at 657-383-0309.
we want your voice and your opinion to be heard further than a couple of blocks. We want to make sure that people around the world know what we're thinking and the direction we want our country to go in. Now, today I wanted to take a chance of pace and talk to you about a couple of things that I saw as I looked around uh, the Internet today, and I'm always looking for things that we can discuss and talk about. And I know that sometimes people get a little tired of just talking about politics, and I want to get to engage uh, a conversation in a few different things. And uh, I see we got two uh, people on the line with us today. Uh, one of the uh, numbers I'm not familiar with, so if you could give me your name uh, for the number ending in 0546. 0546, give me your last name so I can uh, address you when we come toward the question period of time. Richardson. 0546, what's your first first or last name? Richardson, Stacy. Stacy Richardson. Can you hear me? You were, I, I hear you, but you were breaking up. Oh, Stacy Richardson. Okay, Stacy. I'm, so, I'm glad to have you here. <laughs> I keep clicking for your name in my list, and uh, mm-hmm. I have to put it in the right place. What I wanted to talk okay. about today, there are a couple of things I wanted to discuss today, but I wanted to talk uh, something uh, a little kind of laid back today and, and in general about what it is that we uh, people uh, dis- on their own decide that they're not going to eat. You know, it, it is interesting how all of us have different taste buds and how we uh, just refuse to eat certain things. And I have Cheryl on here who's very particular about what she eats because uh, she's very much into making sure she eats healthy. Uh, but mm-hmm. I know that I have that same type of particularity about what I eat. But there are some things that I know people eat that I refuse to. Uh, I'm very into seafood, and I love uh, lobsters. And I don't eat crabs because crabs uh, take too much work. They just too much mm-hmm. energy for the little meat you get out of those blue crabs. Um but one of the things that I don't eat is uh, octopus and squid and those kind of things. I do like uh eat uh, raw oysters. Uh, I don't know why it was that I've gotten a taste for those. But I know I, I, that I used to have a cousin who I first met who was from Thailand, and she would actually eat um, the lava from Walsh's and uh you know but she came from Thailand and that kind of thing and I know that mm-hmm. um people will eat almost anything I love chitlins uh cause, so I have to tell you boy mm-hmm. if somebody going to cook chitlins I I don't have a problem with any part uh of the hog necessarily uh so Stacy what where where draw the line when it comes to the delicacies that you enjoy eating well, I, I only eat um, chicken, fish, and a little beef. Um, I don't, you know, I don't eat a lot of other stuff. I'm trying to really avoid eating um, 
eating those meats because it slows my system down and I just don't want to be bothered. I'm trying to become, I used to be a, a vegetarian for years, and um, I've slacked off of that, but I'm trying to go back to it. I lose weight. I eat a salad a day, and um, I lose weight when I eat like that. But if I eat the meats and stuff, my system slows down, and I'm not happy. I'm bloated. So I basically eat a little bit of beef. Now it would be ground beef. Um, chicken, and not so much of that. It's the breast and um, the fish. And I don't eat a lot of meats. I eat breakfast, so modest um, oatmeal or stuff like that, and um, very little meat with that. No sausages. I used to, but it's kind of curves curves my appetite. So I'm losing weight. I tell you what, you and you and Cheryl are gonna get along great because that is that is <laughs> right. She probably is gonna tell you to reduce uh, some of that meat uh, that you talked about, uh, uh, because she is uh, just very particular. Come on, Cheryl. Tell us about your your particular uh, diet and tell me why I shouldn't be eating that lobster and those oysters and and uh, and chitlins. Good afternoon, and how's everyone doing today? You know, um, when I first saw the question, it made me think about um, before this time in my life because Mm -hmm. it really wasn't nothing that I did not eat. Um, Something that um, I think it was, I know it was Jell-O and it was something else. Not that I didn't like it, I just, it was just, um, just didn't do anything. But um, I can remember it was just nothing. And you talk about chitlins and all of those other things. Um, I ate all of it. But now you know today I'm just pretty much um, fruit, vegetables, well, fresh fruits and fresh vegetables. Um, I eat no canned goods at all. Um, I eat very little seafood, um, and I only eat seafood that's beneficial, meaning that Mm -hmm. um, some of it is not beneficial at all. I eat no meat at all. Um, So I don't have a a variety, but I eat things that will give me the most benefits. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, um, food itself you know, meat is very, very, very hard to digest. And a lot of times we don't, you know, realize that. And um, processed foods are not good at all for you because they have so much of um, additives in it that's given it shelf life or extra, mm-hmm. you know, beyond and when it comes to fresh fruits and vegetables, it seems as though I'm going to the store more often. Um, you know, I eat the foods that are more um, grown. Like, say, for instance, let's take grapes. More The, the grapes with the seeds opposed to the seedless grapes because grapes originally do have seeds in it and more of those um, fruits and vegetables with the seeds opposed to the 
ones that uh, more man-made produced um, in that way. And then not only that, you know, also I, too, I soak all of my um, my fruits and vegetables um, because, you know, it's, a lot of it is, has, you know, pesticides. And even though it's organic, and even on my page I showed where I, um, I um, soaked some tomatoes, and I left it soaking a little longer than usual, and I ended up bottom of the bowl where I um, soaked it, and it was full of um, what you call it? Um, oh man, parasites. Wow. And just from the naked eye, you would not have been able to tell that that was inside of these tomatoes. But the water I used the Congen water, and y- y'all know that I have that machine. And it has different levels, and one of the levels is where you clean, you know, your food, and it kind of um, out all of those things that we can't see in the um, in the food. So even you know your organic foods and those things, they still have some um, pesticides on it. And you can tell because when I soak the, um, my fruits and vegetables, you can begin to smell as the pesticides um, or chemicals are stripped away from it. You can smell the freshness of it. Like you just had picked, um, you know, you had your own garden and you picked it and you can really taste the flavor. So that's as well is important because, you know, even, um, like I said, had I just rinsed the tomato just like I normally would do, um, I would have gotten all of the parasites that I would not have even known that would have been in my body had I not made it a half pound soaking my, um, you know, my food based upon the fact that, you know, the water and stuff that I use. But it's very limited that I eat, and I guess I'm a real boring eater because um, I live, you know, um, I eat, live, and I don't live just to eat, you know, how we surround ourselves every time we have some kind of function. The first thing is is food, well, celebration, where we're going to go eat, and, um, Mm -hmm. and everything is based around food. And we consume that, and we make it, you know, our norm, when actually food playing a major part in the diseases that we are, you know, that we have to. So um, I'm a pretty, you know, pretty boring eater, and I know how to even um, relax my body because, you know, as I named before James, I'm doing Tomorrow is my last day of my um, raw challenge, and that means eating raw, raw fruits and vegetables, not raw, you know, meat and stuff like that, but mainly raw fruits and vegetables, and that gives your um, digestive system a a break. And Mm -hmm. because when we cook food, the minute that heat the food, it is taking away some of the nutrition out of the food. 
No, I'm a, I'm a pretty boring eater, but I, 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 I'm much more healthy because, you know, as everybody knows, I've lost over 100 pounds. And awesome. if not, you know, to, to I didn't do change my lifestyle to lose the weight. I changed my lifestyle because I was at a point where, um, so every you know, the food and the medication that I was on was, you know, killing me. So those changes I made, and just as a bonus, I happen to have the weight once you start treating your body, you know, properly. That's right. Uh, Stacy, what was it uh, that made you decide to change your eating habits, and, and how long did it? take you uh, to make these uh, seemingly major changes in the way you eat food? Um, I was a member of a church that on Saturday we have fruit packs, and that will consist of corn, a, a raw, everything raw, a bag um, with the corn in it. You had a carrot in it. You had an apple, an orange, and uh, every Saturday we would have that, and we'd go out and pass the word. We fasted on um, Sundown Friday until Sundown Saturday, but we'd have that fruit pack we'd carry out with us and get on a bus and go out throughout America, Florida rather, different Dayton, and Broward, and down south. And um, that's how I became familiar with that diet. And then for dinner, we would have beans, rice, vegetables, cornbread, or either brown bread, and um it was always seconds. You could have seconds. But that's where I did that for years. And um, people gain weight, even gain weight with that diet. And um, that's where I became familiar with that diet. And I really appreciated it. I stayed healthy. And I was a bit anemic. I could have gotten vitamins and all, but I never considered that. I was kind of young. I never thought about getting vitamins, but that would have cured that. But, um, yeah, we had... And we look like uh, like babies. The faces are like babies because we had a, such a pure diet. No meat at all for over 10 years. Wow. You you, you and um, Cheryl are just sound so phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> Cheryl, um, when you're eating your salads, um, do you add nuts and uh, croutons or any of that stuff, you don't do any dairy at all? I don't um, do any dairy at all because dairy carries, dairy um, causes you to have a lot of mucus. Um, you know, if we think about um, when babies get sick and they have um, colds, when they go to the doctor, the first thing the doctors do is they take them off of the milk um, mm-hmm. and they have drink Pedialyte, but, um, you know, with my grandchildren, they drink the same water, um, the kind of water that I do, and, I mean, they never have colds. They um, they drink this water. They don't drink um, the youngest, and, you know, he had um, open-heart surgery a week after he was born, and he's a year old now, and then I have one that's um, three and one that's um, one that's nine, and they don't even have milk in their diets, and they're never sick. 
Um, they don't have the colds. They don't have any of those things. No, I don't. Um, I don't have dairy in my diet. Um, and when you said on a salad, I make my dressing because you know a lot of times, and I think I've talked about this before too. You know, people say, "Well, I eat salads all the time, every day, and I'm not losing weight." Well, it's not the salad. It's the salad dressing that you're using. You know, it has all of these things and plenty of sugar in it. And croutons I don't eat um, because in my diet I don't eat any bread. Now, like I said, this is mine. This is just my um, my lifestyle. Um, some people, you know, they do eat the brown bread and other things, but you know, just with me, I don't. I don't eat any dairy, and I, dairy, and I don't. Um, I don't have the bread, the croutons, and all of the cheese and all of that stuff on the um, salad. Because a lot of times, if you think about, it, it's covering up the taste of the salad that you're actually eating. You know, and that way you can taste what you're eating more opposed to drowning it in the dressing and all of the other things on the top. Not saying that they're not good, you know, not tasty tapas, but um, I just stop at that. I don't. I just do the salad, and I make my own dressing. So now your salad is made up of uh, lettuce, uh, tomatoes, uh, cucumbers. Uh, what else is uh, in your salad besides those things? Um. I'll do onion, I'll do garlic, I'll do um, mushrooms, um, what else? And then I don't use iceberg lettuce because it has no vitamins or anything in it. Um, I'll use, you know, different other types of salads, um, romaine, spinach, kale, those types of um, lettuce, um I don't think I've had iceberg lettuce, and I don't know how long. Um, beets, I eat that. Um, trying to think what else I have. I mean, I have a good, you know, pretty good salad. Um, sometimes I make a whole um, pan of it, and then that way I'm able just to go back and, you know, and get some, and opposed to making a salad, an individual salad every time. I, you know, I'm ready, you know, to eat a salad. Uh, Stacy, uh, do you do rice and potatoes, or do you stay away from those things as well? I'll have a baked potato every now and then. The only thing about baked potatoes, I used to buy them from Winnie's. A lot of times they're not, the flavor is not good. Uh, they've kept them, stored them too long, and it's time to throw them away, and I just gave up one time. Um, on getting the baked potato. On occasion, I'll treat myself with French fries, but the oil that they use for the fries is no good. It causes um, belly fat, along with other problems and complications of your health. And I, um, I'll have a baked potato every now and then. I avoid rice. I used to eat a lot of rice, but I avoid that. I'm able to lose weight because I do avoid it. I'll have rice maybe once or twice a month. And um, I'm trying to go back to the beans, rice, and vegetables diet. 
Uh, that's what I've been focusing on, but I and, and avoid breakfast. I've been eating breakfast. I was raised with breakfast, but I don't do grits because they're just too heavy. It weighs me down and slows my system down. And um, I'll I'll eat oatmeal in the morning and um, for breakfast, or maybe a egg and cheese sandwich, and try to get rid of half the yolk. And I'll try, you know, stuff like that. I'll or a bagel, half a bagel with cream cheese, a little, not a lot. I don't do a lot of stuff in excess. Um, but um, your original question was about dinner you asked me about. What were you asking me about? Yeah, yeah. I was asking uh, what kind of um, non-traditional things that you might eat. Oh, non-traditional? Um, non-traditional... <clears throat> I I just made cornbread the first time in in a long time. I'll eat a salad every day with nuts and uh, Wendy's have a salad. I have uh, a half size apple pecan salad. I'll have that almost every day religiously. And um, my poor son, he's here. He eats out a lot because he works and uh, before he gets home, he's eating. I don't like to cook because sometimes I'll cook. A lot of times I cook and I have to eat what I've made for him because he will have already eaten. But um, I don't go too far out. I eat a pizza. If you bring something, I'll get a piece of pizza. And that's not, that's only on occasion. Um, I don't eat a lot of ice cream. I don't want it. Um, no hot dogs. I had one hot dog tonight. And I would usually have a salad, but I didn't feel like going out. And I had a hot dog and a baked potato. My son made a baked potato and I made the hot dog and, it shriveled up. It wasn't the length of the bun. That was how small. It was a ballpark, but I cooked it too much. But I've had, the last time I had a hot dog before the night was, oh, about six months. <laughs> I eat pretzels, a cup of coffee every day with honey. And um, I like it kind of kind of um, strong. I make smoothies also. I'll do a smoothie. Um, I'm trying to do it more often. Um, I'll make a vegetable drink, and I'll have a grilled cheese with that um, in the morning. I try to drink my green vegetable drinks with uh, something that tastes good. So I can get it down. I usually have to drink it six minutes um, after you've made it. Some stuff like cabbage. Um, if you juice cabbage, you have to drink it fast because the medicinal powers are, are going to be gone after about six minutes. I the juice man. They call him the juice man. Juice. Uh, he had some videos, some juicer. I'm on my like third or fourth juicer. And my smoothies, I'll do uh, pineapple with uh, bananas and um, uh, strawberries. Just smoothies. I'll do that in the morning. And I'm trying to get my son some juices in the morning because he's in the lawn service and he's out there in the hot sun. And so I end up getting one also. I'll use fresh uh, romaine lettuce, not the iceberg. Iceberg doesn't have that many, um, like um, the sister was saying, it doesn't have that many um, um, weeks in it. And um, <clears throat> so I use uh, for health reasons, I use something called um, bitter almonds, which is really the pits of apricots. And you can buy them at um, a place. I buy them offline, um, Dr. Clark's store, or um, they have two names, um, Self Health Resources. And she does that's a list of um, natural um, things that you can buy, products that you can buy to <laughs> parasitize yourself um, and to 
You've healed yourself of cancer. They've known that apricot seeds, um, although it has a little cyanide in it, but it's better than that chemo, and it has a better track record curing your diseases than chemo. Chemo, I think, is 1% with all the radiation and stuff that nucleus with. And they're saying that microwaves are probably the, one of the reasons we catch cancer, too, so I avoid microwaves. Um, but, um, yeah, the... Um, those apricot seeds, the kernels, I buy the seed pits, and then I'll soak them overnight, and I'll crack about 16 of them, and I'll mix it in, my, blend it up in my bullet. You know, there's a little blender called the bullet, magic bullet, and I'll blend it with some applesauce, and then I'll just two little cups of applesauce, and I'll take that and feel better. And I haven't had any physical problems. I'm 60. I just turned 60. I haven't had any problems with cancers or anything. Not my word. <laughs> and um, I, I tend to do very, um, you know, herbal types of um, um, treatments. And my cholesterol is good. I don't eat a lot of fried food. <clears throat> and um, I'm, I'm healthy. I thank God, and I have energy and. But when I do my Parasite Cleanse products so once a week, a maintenance product, I use um, black walnut tincture, extra strength, uh, or you could use the capsules. I use the, uh, it's a system, wormwood, seven capsules of wormwood, five capsules of black walnut um, capsules. I either or the, either the tincture, two teaspoons tincture with a half a cup of water, and I use also the cloves, seven capsules of cloves, and that eliminates, eradicates any conditions that you have in your body. It kills parasites. And then there's um, the bowel cleanse and the liver cleanse, the kidney cleanse. Um, and, you know, if you can afford it, it's not that expensive, but, you know, it is a, it's a cost to it, but we're worth it. I feel like I'm worth it, and it's kept me going. That's what I use. I just try to stay as close as I use distilled you- water also distilled water. Do you drink at all? I'll have a bottle, a glass of wine every now and then. I'll buy a bottle. It'll last me maybe a week. Um, wine. And um, I don't drink beer. Um, I like the more potent wine. I like the one, uh, what do they call that one? What's the name of that wine I buy? Um, no, the red one. Um, it's called um, what I have in Merlot, 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 Merlaca, Merlot. I buy that one sometimes, and um, there's another one I can't remember. I used, like I would buy, but it's thirteen point something proof, and but I I don't drink a lot of it till I'm drunk or anything like that. Um, but I'll drink it just Cheryl, to do you, you know chill. Cheryl, do you drink at all? I don't. Um just by choice um i've had so much um in my family of alcoholics that um it just really was a turn off now i can remember as a young um girl that um that my mama gave me um some wine at dinner just because i was anemic but um I just I just don't have a taste for it. Um, no kind of alcohol at all. I'm just pretty much um, my drinks are 
I drank plenty of the um, Congen alkaline water and um, herbal teas. Other than that, I don't drink. Um, I don't drink anything else. <laughs> anything. Else. What 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 herbal teas do you drink? Oh, um, I drink a lot of them. I drink um, mullen is the biggest one because it um, um, it helps with the mucus. Um, at one time, I used to have sinus real bad, but between the water and the um, mullen tea, um, I don't suffer with sinus at all. Um, milk thistle from liver, dandelion root for my kidneys, um, burdock root, you know, for my blood, ginger. Um, I use garlic in my teas, and I also eat it as well. Um I do uh, um, something called Superlax to keep my colon clean, um, and it's not a laxative. It's something that um, keeps the colon, um, you know, really clean and keep you regular because we're supposed to really use the bathroom at least, you know, um, three to five times a day. Um, and then I drink a gallon of water a day. So with... With all of that, it's not much else that I can, um, that I really can consume. Um, I used to be addicted to um, cold drinks, soda, whatever your area you call it. Um, but I think for the last 20-some years, I haven't touched a um, carbonated drink at all. Um, and that's mainly because of, you know, kidneys. And fooling myself, but um, that's it. I mean, that's the only thing that I drink. I do do smoothies. Um, I do them with the fruits, and I also do them with the vegetables. Um, I also have this protein um, that I get as well, and put it uh, a scoop or so in it. Um, but I'm not. Um, I mean, that's enough. That keeps me full just trying to make sure I get my gallon of water in a day and then getting my um, herbal um, teas. And, I mean, you're talking about different ones, too. You're talking about hibiscus. You're talking about, you know, all of those to keep the maintenance um, up in my body from, um, you know, the things that I went through, being a, a diabetic. and um, Because when you're overweight, you have so many... Um, illnesses and diseases that now you have to do maintenance in your body to keep you from getting back to that, um, you know, place in your life again. So that is, I'm very conscious um, of those things. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't let me um, make you think that, um, let me see, I'm going to say once in a while, and my biggest thing is is that I may go out to eat, and but I still eat the same kind of foods, but because you're out to eat, they prepare it differently. Um, I don't do any fast foods at all. So if I'm going somewhere, it's mostly going to a restaurant to eat. I don't drink anything while I'm at the restaurant. Um, one of the places that I may go to... Um, you don't drink even time. their water? No, I don't. I don't mix my water. I don't. I don't. Um, 
I don't um, drink the water that I drink, and then when I'm somewhere, drink another water. And actually, you know, I carry my water with me. I don't bring it into the restaurants, but, um, you know, really you shouldn't be drinking and eating at the same time. You should eat your food and then um, drink something afterwards. But um, I drink before I get in there, and I drink after because I always have my water with me. No, I don't. I don't. Um, I've been drinking the um, Kangen, um 9.5 alkaline water for over two years, and I have not had any other water since then. I don't care where. I mean, I went to Las Vegas, and I had to locate somebody who had the water before, um, and the water, you know, comes out of a machine. It's not something you can buy in the store. And I had to locate, because there are distributors all over, somebody with the water. So, And then if I'm traveling in the car, I bring my water with me. Um, when I'm in Tennessee, I bring enough water, but um, there's different locations that have the water, and mostly like restaurants uh, or have the water. Um, and but I I take my water everywhere I go. I mix my herbal teas wherever I go, or I bring my herbs with me. You know wherever I go, um, I'm you know do the lemon because lemon you know soothes the blood. Um, I do the um, apple cider vinegar with the um, mothers in it, and um, so you do the apple. Dinner every day. I I do it. I put it in my um in my herbal teas. I do. I put it in there. Um, and one of the things else that I put in um in it is garlic as well. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, with all of that, it's not a a lot of um. You know that you can drink because I also know what's in all of it, and keeping your body alkaline um, helps it to stay um, disease-free as well. Because you don't want to um, have an acidic body, and that's where um, more diseases can grow in an acidic body, opposed to um, an alkaline body. Uh, Stacy, do you do the vinegars? At all? I've done it before, and as a matter of fact, I bought these little um, six-ounce um, jars. I was going to start a regimen with the vinegar and um, the lemon and um, to get rid of the belly fat that I have, but I couldn't be consistent. I'm not consistent because I got so many things going I never had a chance to continue with. Now, do you eat... Uh... Out at all? Do you go to restaurants? I like I said, I eat at Wendy's, and um, I don't, that's drive-through. I get my salad to go most of the time. I don't eat out a lot. Um, if I do, it'll be like an Olive Garden, and um, I eat salads consistently. Are either um, Golden Corral, and the first thing I'll get is a salad. And it's kind of expensive, so I don't do that often. But if I'm going out and we're going out, that's one of the one of the places I go would be Golden Corral as a outing. Um, but um, lots of the things that she, what's your name again, young lady? Cheryl. What's her name? Cheryl. 
Cheryl, I'm sorry. Cheryl, one of the things, uh, I, like some of the things that Cheryl mentioned, I, I'd be doing also, but consistently, no, because I'm always busy and I'll, I will put a salad and something for breakfast. I'll pretty much stay on that same pattern with that pattern. Uh, Cheryl, how do you uh, consume your garlic? Uh, I mean, you just buy the cloves and break them down and eat them raw? Um, now, I'll eat them raw um, sometimes. Um, sometimes I'll roast them, and um, it takes away um, such the sting out of the, um, you know, the taste of it. But I'll eat them raw, and I'll eat them roasted, um, and I also eat them raw in my um, in my salads. And I also take um, take them and cut them up and put them in my and just cut them like in slices. Um, once I peel them, and I'll put it in my um, make put it in my um, herbal tea. Oh yeah, I wanted to mention that tea um that I use. I use a tea called um, it's for for smooth move, and Publix all the other places um sell it, but it's real good for regular keeping you regular. Yeah. Now the um the herbs smooth that I move. get are all um I go to a herb store or either order them online. The um the um, natural herbs that I get. Now, there's some teas they say are good for bedtime. I know that I have to be honest. I have a lot of trouble with sleeping during the night. Uh, do either of you have something that you know of that um, you can take uh, before you go to bed that will kind of help you to sleep during the night? I I wake up every time. I there's without a doubt. There are going to be two or three hours that I'm going to be up doing something. I, I seemingly sleep better during the day than I do at night for some reason. They got something um begins with an M. I can't remember the name of it, but they said it had something to do with uh, the color of our melatonin. skin. Melatonin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's natural or what, but I've heard some conspiracy theories that they're killing black people over there in Africa for the melanin out of their skin, but I don't see how that could be possible. Then I've heard the doctor said it was um, from a plant, so I would like to know <laughs> which one it is. You got um, things that help um, at, uh, well, peppermint does. Um, it's a herb. Catnip, passion flower, um, lavender, camilla. Camilla is is a soothing um, herb, so it's also a calming herb. Um, lavender, I use it, but I also use it in a um, essential oil. It's also relaxing as well. Um, so you have different herbs that are taken um, that are help to you know to calm you and to soothe you, and a lot of times. Um, you know, things that we may have on our mind or things that we may want to do keeps us from sleeping um, soundly because, you know, James, I'm too like you. Um, I can go to um, I can go to bed at 
12, 1 o'clock in the morning, and, you know, 445, well, it, it's just um, at 445 I get up because I get on a prayer line from 5 to 6 o'clock, and then I may lay there or I may do some my own prayer from 6 to 7, and then 7 o'clock I'm pretty much up. And during the day, um, there's no really nap time. Not that I'm not sleepy, but there's really no nap time. Um, and that's basically because of, you know, me having those three-year-old twins. But before then, I could get me um, a nice um, cup of herbal tea and just sit there and relax, not necessarily having to go to sleep, but just relax now, let me ask you, let me ask you, uh, Cheryl, how are you going to keep this regiment that you have once these three-year-olds come to recognize McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's? How are you going to maintain your ability not to go to these places? Because what I do is in the morning, um, you know, now since my son um, Carl is in the shop, um, when I get up and before I get them dressed, I fix their um, breakfast. And everything that they have, they have a fruit with it. Now, not that I don't give them some familiar things that they are used to, but um, we we don't buy milk at all. Um, I do the 100% apple juice for them I cut it with water, but that's where I put their herbal teas in um, it. They haven't had a cold, uh, runny nose, or none of that since they've been with me. And this is something that they came here with. Um, so I'm, I'm incorporating those things, and they're pretty much curious that they want to eat what I eat. You know, um, the little girl, she's a little bit more finicky. But um, they drunk my, um, they asked for some of my um, herbal tea, and it had garlic, and another thing I use is cayenne. Um, and I use it because it helps the plaque in your arteries. Um, and I had all of that in mind. So I mix a lot of things together. I don't just have one tea, um, one type of herb, at, you know, with one cup. And they they was drinking it. So I don't stop them from drinking in the things. Um, we just don't. Now, I have gotten them fries since they've been here, but I've never gotten them a hamburger um, because, you know, because of the processed meat. Um, and they don't really call because I, I have all of those things. I have little plastic bags with the apples peeled. And, um, and see, that's one thing about, you know, your lifestyle. When you're changing your lifestyle, you you prepare. You prepare your meals in advance. When you go into the store, I'm getting basically the same things because now I'm preparing that this is what I'm going to be fixing. Um, so they eat in the car a lot. Simple reason, I'm not going to stop at no fast food. I have, I have not stopped at Burger King. I have not stopped at, you know, and they don't point that out. Although they do know what it is, but they, you know, when they say the little boy, every 20 minutes, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. But I'm always prepared because I have something with me that I can reach them 
to eat, whether I cut them up an apple, they love bananas, um, they love fruits. So um, it's just a matter of preparing, um, just like I do for myself. I prepare, and my first thing is, is when I go to the store, I know what I'm getting, and I don't have those things in my house that I'm not going to eat. Now, they, I do give them some things that I don't eat. Um, I will give them um, peanut butter and preserves, but I give them the peanut butter um, that's made with the natural peanut butter, I mean with the peanuts that I get from a farmer's market, and I get the, um, the preserves. So I'm particular about what I give them, but I'm not, I don't, I still wanted to give them some things that they were familiar with before just cutting all of that off. Now, the water, that's all they drink. They drink the um, Congan water. They only drink the um, herbal tea and 100% apple juice that I pretty much cut. That's it. No other drinks. I don't know. Now, how do you... Go go ahead. You should make your own apple juice? No, I I purchased it. It's about... um, um, in the bottle that I get, it's about $6 for the little bottle of it. Um, I'm, I can't remember how many ounces, but it's um, it's not a small, but I think they go through maybe about six bottles of it mm-hmm. a month. I don't know if it's a, a quart size, um, but um, where I get it from. The name? Um, What's the name of it? I I can't even tell you right off, and I and I got the bottles, but I took the um, labels off because I do use the glass bottles when I make uh-huh. um, batch of tea, and I'll put the um, when I strain it, I'll put them in the um, bottles. But um, well, I don't Frankie, I'll tea. make sure that I make sure that Cheryl uh, gives it to me, and I'll get it to you. Um, okay, uh, thank you. Yeah, I'll make sure she she um, when she remembers, she can give it to me. Um, Okay. It's amazing, you know, because I'm trying to do better, Cheryl. I'm drinking a lot of water. I know it's not the lot of water that you want me to drink, but I, I'm <laughs> going through cases and cases of water now. I sleep with frozen water in, in, real close to my bed, so when I wake up, I'm drinking water, and every, all throughout the day, I'm putting frozen okay. water close to me, and... um you know, I, I um I'm altering some things. I am I'm now nowhere near close uh to being as healthy as you two guys are. Uh but I'm getting better. I'm not I don't know the last time I it's been a long time since I ordered uh any food. You know, I was ordering food now cuz you can get um any restaurant nearly to uh bring you food. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet I hadn't ordered uh and food in quite over a month almost. Um, so I'm doing uh, quite a bit better, uh, but I'm not nearly as good as I need to be uh, as you guys are. Um, let me ask you this, uh, Stacy, uh, because you mm-hmm. you you're one of those new wave people. How how did you get involved with uh, Uber? Um, I just thought it was the perfect for me at the time it was because I wanted to set my schedule and I needed to make some money. But um, seven months later, eight months later, it's not enough money unless I do what I have to do, which is to stay out there in Orlando area for all day long and I have other things I need to be doing. 
but that's how I, I thought it was the best thing um, for me at the time, and it was. Okay, are you still? At, I was there from January um, 15 of January until um, until now, but I'll do very little now. I'm working with the oh, transportation okay. service. Mm-hmm, I'm driving buses now. Really? What type of buses? Charter buses. And, oh, um, wow. So you re- you mm-hmm. are, you're a real driver. You're not that play-play driver. You're, you're a real driver. <laughs> I love driving. I'm looking at working with another company, a trucking company. They'll train me, retrain me, because I've already been through a training program. But they'll retrain me. They call it refracture. And they give you, like, peak you. And I'm getting ready to go through mm-hmm. that. It's a pretty good-paying job. And I know my hours. The thing about the bus company, they have seasons, and I need to know when I'm going to go to work and how much I'm going right. to make. That's where I'm at right now. Wow, well, I take my hat off to you because, I mean, I there was a time when I was a young man, I could jump in a car and drive without any trouble. Uh, now, mm. boy, I go to and I'll be falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's because of you can't get to bed at night. <laughs> I'm sure that has something to do with it. Yeah. Now, you you are a long-distance driver too, right? Oh, you talking about me? Yeah. Oh, I I mean, I just drive where I need to go. I mean, I'm not a um a person who um who enjoys driving, but I will drive um where I have to go. Um I've drove driven um I think the longest maybe 12 hours by myself. And uh, yeah, with brakes. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe um, every time I got, you know, gas, um, that was mm-hmm. my brakes. And, um, well, everybody know that I took the trip to um, by myself to go get the twins, and that was an eight-hour ride, and I did that and came right on back. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I do what I have to do, but I, I would Uber would not be something that I would want to do, mm-hmm. not at all. Um, you know, I would be the person that would like to be in the passenger side opposed to the driver's side. Um, I'm just not, um, not that, I mean, I, I drive to get me where I got to go. Um, Mm -hmm. but other than that, no, I'm not, um, I take my hat off to you, to those who Mm -hmm. drive, because I know when I, um, like when I was in Vegas, that's all I, you know, caught the Uber there. Um, mm-hmm. um, New Orleans. When I had to get to the airport and stuff like that, I have quite a few um, church members from Tennessee. They do Uber, Lyft, and um, I think out there it's called Uber Eats. Out here it's called Waitra. Um, so they, you know, they do all of that, but that's just not um, not for me. <laughs> um. Jason, let me ask you, what's supposed to be the difference between Uber, that's three of them, is Uber, Lyft, and a third one, and each one of them is uh, a little higher than the other. What's supposed to be so, what's supposed to be the difference? Stacy. Are 
Are you there, Stacey? I'm here. Well, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. What's supposed to be the difference between Uber and Lyft and that uh, that third one? I know the Lyft is a little higher than Uber, and then there's a third one that's a little higher than that. What What's supposed to be the difference between them? You're asking Stacy. Yes, I'm asking you, Stacy. Uh, okay. I was saying that I don't really think there's much of a difference. Maybe the difference in the drivers and a little bit difference in the but same concept. I don't really know. I do Uber and Lyft, and it's no different. People sometimes get in the car and say, I don't take Lyft, I take Uber. I say, well, I'm both. <laughs> you don't really know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do both. The difference. I noticed one was high, always consistently yeah. high. Yeah. Uh, That's the difference. Uh, hey, Regina, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. You doing? Do you, I know you had came on uh, before, and I wanted to get to you, uh, but you got off. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to, you know, we, we've been talking to Stacy and, um, and Cheryl about their eating habits, and the, the original question was, about, um, you know, the kind of odd and things that we eat. And I told them uh, that, I, you know, I eat chitlins and I eat raw oysters and I eat lobsters and I eat all kind of things, not on necessarily a regular basis, but I'm not afraid of all foods. I don't do squid and I don't do octopus and, and that kind of thing. Uh, are you a... a Finicky eater, or are you uh, easy to please? Well, mm-hmm. I don't eat beef. Beef is really hard on my system, really hard. Um, I don't eat Chinese food. The MSG in their foods is hard horribly hard on my system and it makes me feel bad. Um, anything else that I eat, I have to eat very slowly and um, for it to digest and I can actually probably have a, a plate of food and it may last me, you know, two sittings. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the food these days. It just seems to fill me up so fast. So I find myself a lot of times just really drinking water. And while I'm large, that type of, of diet is not healthy because I'm not feeding the fat cells in my body. So they crave mm-hmm. more. Therefore, mm-hmm. I continue to keep the weight. Um, If I were to eat more protein, uh, and I do move, I I move a lot, but I still need that protein and I need to to feed my body more. So I'm I'm, I'm not a picky, picky eater. I guess by default, I sort of am because I can't eat all of that stuff. What what are you drinking besides water? What what do you enjoy drinking besides water? I know I drink a lot um, of juices. 
Well, now, my guilty pleasures are Coke and tea, but those are my guilty pleasures, and I don't like feeling guilty often, so I really don't have a Coke that often, and if I do drink a Coke, I I can't enjoy it because I feel so guilty about drinking it, (laughs) and tea, um, if I dilute it enough, but a lot of times I'll get just the water and put those little packets of flavoring in it, and that takes the edge off of me needing to have something with flavor. Like I said, if if I was feeding my body more, I'd probably be thin as a rail because I'm doing a lot of the things that I should do except getting enough vegetables. Mm-hmm. Do you drink alcohol at all? Do I drink what? Alcohol. Alcohol? Yes. Why are you asking me something like that on on public radio? (laughs) Hey, we honest on this show. (laughs) Okay. So let me tell you about my experience last week with alcohol. I had such a rough, rough, rough week. Not not this past week. Oh, this past week was horrible. But the week before that was even horrible. So that Saturday, I said, oh, my goodness. So I went to the liquor store. Well, I knew I didn't want to get a big bottle. I just wanted a little bottle, just a little something. Well, my eyes were so bad, y'all, I couldn't even see what the bottle said. The man said, may I help you, ma'am? I said, I can't read what I want. So I told him what I wanted, and he gave me the bottles. And I promise you, they're still sitting right here. The three little small bottles, they're still sitting right here. So, James, you tell me, do I drink alcohol? <laughs> well, I'm I'm a, I'm about like you. I buy alcohol, but I don't drink enough of it to talk about. It's just here so that if anybody drop by and they want to drink, uh, I don't. I'm not, I myself can. I, I mean, it can. It can sit up here for years, and I not turn the, the bottle. It's just something socially I do uh, because if you know if somebody drops by and they want to have some, uh, but no, I, I myself is. I am a teetotaler. I don't drink enough to talk about. Now I like those. I, I like those wine coolers that don't have enough alcohol in, in them to talk about. I drink. I'll drink those like the like they Kool Aid, but it ain't enough alcohol to 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 knock out anybody. Those have my world swirling too, James. I just <laughs> I just can't I can't do it in my old age. When I was younger, rum and coke was like water to me. Now, mm-mm. Well, I, I don't know the somebody. last time I had a rum and coke. <laughs> so I think that's a higher higher voice speaking to me, letting telling me why am I trying to go back to my new way, my old ways when I've learned new ways. Mm-hmm. So, well, I used to enjoy yeah. in my twenties. I used to enjoy Long Island iced teas. I used to love those, but again, I, I it might be it might be twenty or thirty years since I had a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> See, you must have been rolling in money because. We couldn't afford that. It would take four of us to buy one. <laughs> well, 
I have to be honest with you all. I used to be one of those guys when I was in my 20s, I worked a full-time job and a part-time job. And I committed a portion of my part-time job money to Fridays and Saturday nights. I told someone not too long ago, <laughs> I felt like I had to be out there on Friday and Saturday night because somebody was going to be out there I needed to see. And I just, I felt like, man, it was a crime to stay in on Friday and Saturday night. But now, I, honestly, that ended about 25 or 26. That came to a halt. I was like, listen, man, I am stop chasing them ghosts. Ain't nobody out there on no phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got to admit, mine came to a halt at the age of 33. 33. All of that came to a total halt for me. 33. I mean, screeching halt. <laughs> Total. I, I, I remember the day it happened. Yeah, I, 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 I stopped at 25. You stopped at 25, Stacey? Yes. Mm-hmm. Joined the church. <laughs> uh-uh. 33. <laughs> I joined. I joined motherhood. <laughs> That's what the oh yeah, thing. that too. I, motherhood too. I, I promise y'all. I said God sent this girl to me to save my life because I was what? Mm. <laughs> Ready to get in trouble. She saved now, Cheryl, my I, life. Sure, <laughs> I think you my told me you never were into the club, right? Cheryl. Wait, never into what club? Oh, nightclub. Club. Yeah, nightclub. Oh, no. no, that's uh uh-uh. uh. No. And and like I said, that's just me. I um just I mean it just nope, nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I went I went to the nightclubs briefly. I didn't really like them. Well, I tell you guys what, now, now, these days, it is just a blessing that, I mean, there are things that we could do, you know, in our age range, there's things and places mm-hmm. that we could go, but it is just a blessing when we are, I'm not going to say content, but we are happy mm-hmm. to be away from the crowds. And I shared with you all a few weeks ago how um, my life coach told me that, when you're in certain crowds, they pull from your energy, or either they put mm-hmm. negative energy and cool you. That's true. And y'all, that it's just good that we're. Did y'all see the global citizen thing in New York tonight? Uh-huh. It's on now, and a barrier, a barrier, a barrier fell. People thought it was um, gunshots, and they started running and trampling uh-huh. each other. And they had folk that got hurt. Nobody got killed, but they had to stop it and assure them that it wasn't gunfire. Mm-hmm. So those kind of places, it's good for us to kind of stay away from anyway at this mm-hmm. time of our life. We, right. We can't you know, run that fast anymore either. One of the things that I find out about our young people and what they're dealing with right now, and I know this is a long way off from what we were talking about, but the business people don't even cater to young people anymore. When I was in here in Orlando, when I was uh, 
19, they had three different roller skating rings. And uh, packed those roller skating rings. And uh, now they don't even have a roller skating ring in Orlando. I think the closest one is in Apopka. Uh, they still got one that's mm. trying to stay in Apopka. Uh, the other mm-hmm. thing is um, we had all kind of clubs and places you go to dance and enjoy yourself. A lot of those places are closed or they're places now where every time you turn around, somebody's getting shot. As much as I mm-hmm. used to talk and I parted all over this city, I, I never went somewhere or had to go somewhere where somebody had been shot before. And it just seems mm-hmm. now that young people have no place safe to go. Uh, even when they have their own house parties, uh, people uh, invade them and create violence. And so a lot of times we, we our kids are just not as free as we used to be able to go and do things. Um, in Orlando, you used to be able to go to the parties. Every high school would have a party in the high school kids would be welcome. Now you can only mm-hmm. go to the party if you go to the high school. And so it is just mm. interesting how things have changed so much uh, that uh, our kids have less freedom. I used to ride my bike all over Orlando without any trouble when I was a young child and in middle school. Used to walk home mm-hmm. on these streets all the time and nobody messed with you. You know, you go, we walked down mm. the street up the uh the um the orange grove, fill our pockets up with oranges and just walk and eat oranges. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it it was a different world than it is now where you can't even allow your child, you know, when I was ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, I could walk and ride my bike anywhere in the city and nobody mm-hmm. do or say to me. Uh but that's not how the world is now. That's right. Nothing like it. Go to bed. Cheryl, what do, what do you doors. think about those that that and the freedom, the difference in the freedom and how we now have to be on guard all the time? Oh, it it limits. Um, it really limits to um, where you want to go. Um, most people, because you think twice. Um, about the crowds, you think about um, some people, you know, don't think nothing of it. Um, I do. I just don't surround myself in crowded um, places, but I guess I never did even before a lot of this. I think that you have to be more cautious because you can you can be out here doing nothing and all of a sudden get yourself caught in a situation that you have no idea how you got in. Um, it can be just stopped for the simplest thing and, you know, depending on who stopped you. Um, I can recall being stopped um, one day by a police officer. I didn't have my seatbelt on. And I didn't realize that I didn't have it on. And when he stopped me, he asked me, he said, you know why I stopped you? And I said, no. And he said, your seatbelt. And I was like, I gasped because I thought, you know, if somebody would have told me that I was driving without a seatbelt, and this is what I told him, I'd have said, you must be crazy. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even realize it because it secures me, and it makes me feel secure, and I don't know what 
I had if I had a a purse around my shoulder, you know, where where you wear it around your um your shoulder where it hangs to the side, because I I couldn't imagine not having it on, but mm-hmm. it have been a situation that had turned really bad. Um, you know, sometimes it makes you not want to go in certain areas, um, makes you not want to drive certain vehicles, because I know my son keeps talking, talking about this sports car, and I just find that you're asking for something, you know, um, a situation that could be avoided without having it. And, and it's a shame that you have to, you know, you're thinking like that because you don't want to. You want to be able to have what you want. You want to be able to go places. You want to, if you got stopped, you got stopped honestly, you know, no planting anything. Um, you know, you want to be able to um, go places where you don't have to think about somebody um, having a gun in the place. and You know, it's just so many things today. And I don't say worry every time you go. But just be cautious of your surroundings because so many things happen today and they're needless things, um, you know, things that don't need to happen. You know, I didn't read the full story about the basketball player from LSU that got killed, and but from what I'm reading uh, or saw, and I haven't gone to read the details, is that they got into some kind of argument. And no uh, one is his best friend. One of his best huh? friends got one of his best friends got in an argument with somebody else, and he tried to intervene and uh, and got shot. Yeah, but you know today we can't do that. We you know and we will want to because you know I went to a funeral and I saw one of the guys that we grew up in the neighborhood with, and we girls we felt so protected because we knew all our friends were out there. And they would never let nothing happen to us. And this is, you know, how we grew up, and we felt safe. Um, well, I know I did, and, I, you know, I was expressing that to him, how, you know, I was a cheerleader at the park, and um, those guys were um, a group of guys that looked out for us. Then the guys that we went to school with, that was another group, your neighborhood, all of those, they looked out for you. And you felt secure. You didn't feel, um, you know, if if somebody was going to mess with somebody, it wouldn't be where us group, you know, because people know that they had our backs and you was going to have to deal with somebody in that, you know, um, um, that we knew. But today is that, and not only that, you know, you argued, you fist fight back then. Today, from young kids, it's knives, it's guns. I mean, you know, today, shut your mouth, walk away. Don't don't do it, don't get involved, no matter how much you may want to. Um, if that's your friend, get your friend out of the argument and don't get involved in it because now you're putting your life on the line because they don't play today. They just don't. We have so many angry young people and this is what they turn to to solve the situation. They don't know about um, communication. Um, technology has taken that away um, where they're not communicating and they're using guns and knives and whatever they can to, um, 
you know, as far as to defend themselves. They don't understand. They just, you know, there's not communication no more. So um, it, it's it's a world gone mad of the people. And, you know, we can say, well, I live in a nice area, but how many times on the news or do you hear this, this, um, this? I would have never thought this would have happened in in my area because it is so quiet. It is, you know, the um, we would never think that the neighbors were. So you hear that. So that can happen in the nicest of the neighborhoods, you know, something. So we got to be, you know, a little bit cautious. I'm not saying worried to the point where it keeps us from going everywhere, but um, just some places I'm just not attracted to be in. I'm not attracted to be in crowds. Um, I don't like, um, you know, the pushing, the shoving. I don't care for all of that. Um, And it don't bother some people, and that's good. But I enjoy, you know, um, more intimate atmosphere, more smaller company, um, you know, that kind of thing. But um, like I said, that's just me. I understand. Stacey, what is your regulation now of uh, the world we live in? We're on our way to hell. This roller skate going down, down the hill. <laughs> and we all straighten up and fly right. There's one more chance to get it right because we're given time um, to get our to get things together. We were coming out of we came from slavery. We've been bamboozled. We don't know half the things we need to know that other nations know. Um, but you know we weren't allowed to read or anything. But we created all these wonderful things that we enjoy today, in spite of the fact that we were set back like that. But my take is that we're about to go through end time prophecy, and that entails um, famines and the Book of Revelation. And we got to get on the right page because we're on the hook for um, our bad behavior that we don't remember. But um, we were here before in Moses' day. We had made a promise on, on Mount Sinai that when God comes, our sinner's representative, that we will be on the right page, that we will follow and do, and we have to do that. So we didn't give time to consider some of the people that came here and are gone now, and that doesn't make us hopeless. We still have to seek the, the way, you know. It's a way that we're supposed to be going, and we can't just say, well, this is normal. It seems normal, but when the heat comes and Jacob's trouble, the Bible talk about, come, we Jacob, we the people of the Bible, for real, y'all, we are. When Jacob's troubles come, when they get after us like they've always have, um, I say they, I mean the powers that be, uh, we're going to be lost. A lot of us are going to be lost because we were hard-headed. We have our people that, you, like you were talking earlier, I don't know if it was Cheryl, was talking about you can't talk to these children, these people today. You can't, it's not like it used to be. You know, we have to consider those little same ones out there getting shot because they come with the attitude of, Generation X, they come, they want to lay hands on people, and you can't do that. But they get shot and killed because they are used to that type of way. But we have to humble ourselves, and we have to come 
to understand what time it is because time is short. And if we don't get to understand, it's going to be a lot of us lost, a lot of life lost. And that's what the prophecy is, is that a lot of life will be lost because people will not be on the right page. And that's where we're at right now. We need to get on the right page or else. Our life is really dependent. It's in the balance right now. Uh, Regina, what what are your thoughts about where we are? Um, I was just thinking back to your comments on um, on how young people are not, they don't have the, the same outlets that we had. And I believe that, that our having those outlets allowed us to, to gain critical thinking skills. We would see things that were happening, and we had to decide whether we were going to be a part of it or whether we were going to walk away. And it was in a safe environment when those things occurred. And now they don't have those places to to make those those choices, those decisions. The, um, they don't have the safety nets um, that we had. So And they don't have uh, safe places to land when they make those mistakes. So that that lack of has has severely crippled our children's thinking ability. Now you have folk who are in like Jack and Jill or or you know parents in the upper echelon and they create these places for their children. So they're able to have these groups where where their children can learn. You know, they have the parties at at the homes. Uh, the big houses, or they create these safe spaces where our regular, everyday, working-class family, and these people are working-class too, but they know the value of critical thinking. Our children, regular, everyday children, aren't aren't afforded this, so they make mistakes that they cannot come back from. And I think that that's not a good situation for our children. All right. Well, we're going to have, let me go to break and we'll come back and give final thoughts.
to better ourselves. And it's always helpful to hear something that we are doing and also to hear something that we may be able to incorporate um, that we may not have thought about. And I'm pretty sure this has um, this show right here has educated a lot of um, listeners, um, our listeners to be, um, because I know it really did with me as well. Um, it helped me to learn a little bit more about the people that, um, um, you know, we are on the show with, because we don't get a chance to get um, personal on different levels. Um, we are only giving our opinion on the subject, but this, you know, this subject here um, went a little bit inside of each individual and what they were able to share, you know, with us. And like you said, always being truthful. So that means you're getting the pure person who they really are. Um, so with that being said, you know, also um, just like was said about voting, so whatever we do, we can always do more. All right. Guys, I will see you tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. And just remember, I just it is so important for me to have your support, continued support. Take care, everybody, and I'll see you later. Help your children And don't let them fall By the side of the road And teach them To love one another Jesus.